Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Small Print Podcast. I'm your host, Elise, and I blog over at roulettereader.wordpress.com. And I'm Dawn, and I blog at bangbangbookblog.com. Today we are going to be going through our ever-lengthy TBR pile. So if you're unfamiliar with that phrase, it means to be read. And then we'll talk about what we're loving and have read so far. And then a little bit about Chicago, BEA, and BookCon. All right. Let's get to it. All right, so TBR, and this is kind of within the next six weeks or so. I will start with, um, well, I'm going to be a book con, and I am on a mission to get Torch Against the Night. Mm -hmm. And so that will be the first thing I read. I totally forgot to write that down, but that's definitely on my <laughs> list. I'm making an amended yeah. or amendment. As soon as I get that book, yeah. I'm, it's, I'm all about that. Um, technically, I'm currently reading these two, but I'll, um, Girl on a Plane by Miriam Moss. I'm kind of hearing different things about this. Um, it has a relatively low rating on Goodreads, but I find the subject interesting. It's about the um, 1970 hijackers from, like, Beirut, I think. Um, that just sounds interesting. And then I'm reading The Raven King by Maggie Stiefvater, of course. That just came out um, last week. And it's slow going, not because of the book itself necessarily, but it's one of those you kind of have to take your time with. Mm -hmm. So sorry, I did two there. Yeah, well, that Raven King book she's talking about belongs to me. It's actually Dawn's. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I'm holding it hostage. You it, <laughs> that is my next to be read. I'm going on vacation this last week in May, so I plan on trying to read. Well, I probably won't get through with the Raven King in a day, but the plan is a book a day. So, mm -hmm. dang. Yeah. Wow. I can do it. That's ambitious. I'm averaging tech. about 10 books a month. So. She puts me to shame at all times. Well, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, another book I want to get at BEA is Stalking Jack the Ripper. Oh my God. I've been hearing yes. that everywhere. And that'll be right after Torch Against the Night. So mm -hmm. I'm excited about that one. Okay. Um, obviously, my next one is Court of Mist and Fury. I haven't gotten my hands on that one yet because it's making its way around our library staff. That's obviously by Sarah J. Mass. Um, and then The First Time She Drowned by Carrie Kletter. That came out a, about a month ago? Yeah. Was it in April published? Yeah, um, I've wanted to read that. Didn't get an arc. Or maybe I did, but just didn't read it. But yeah, that's on my TBR. Um, I also have The Reader, which I actually already have it, so I don't have to like wait. To get it at BEA. Is that on your list? I did not write it down on my oh, list. What the heck am I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> so that's been getting a lot of buzz. Mm -hmm. so I'm curious to see what that's about. Mm -hmm. really good. I haven't read any really good fantasy lately. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm itching for a new one. Yeah. Um, my last two, Ivory and Bone by Julie Esbo. Esbo? I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's kind of like we were just talking about. It's fantasy. It's by Harper Teen. Um, it sounds good, getting decent reviews. And then, last but not least, How to Hang a Witch. Yeah, by Adriana Mather. I wrote that down too. That sounds crazy good. Yeah, the Salem Witch Trial is always interesting. Mm -hmm. Even though we kind of know a lot about it, it's still it's like a dark spot in our American history that yeah. I think we are obsessed with trying to discover why that happened. Mm -hmm. And so, like, yeah, theories abound, and it's perfect writing material. Yeah. So that's all I have to. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Moving on. What are we loving and what have we read so far? 
Um, I'm gonna start with the Shadow Queen by CJ Redwine. It's not getting good reviews on the Goodreads. I thought it was a pretty good fluff book. It's another who has the apple? Sleeping Beauty? Um, Cinderella? Yeah. Sleeping no. Beauty. Uh, Snow White. Snow White. Mm -hmm. I'm really bad with my fairy tale. Sorry, guys. Um, so yeah, it's another mm -hmm. retelling of Snow White. But I thought the the villain, the queen, she was pretty good and um yeah, I mean it was nothing new, but mm -hmm. I mean for what it was, it was it was pretty good. And there's definitely a market for it. It's like people who love the Snow White story will read the book. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, that's the advantage of writing a retelling. Um my first one that I've read and loved so far was Blood for Blood by Ryan Groudon. That was the the final book in the duology of Wolf by Wolf. And the ending was shocking to me. So I think that ended up being a good thing because I had expectations and it kind of wasn't met, but not in a bad way. Yeah, I that's one thing I liked about this book is that it's very unpredictable. Uh -huh. This is the type of book where you could predict it all the way through if you really wanted to. And immediately something happens and you're like, what? Yes. That shouldn't happen. This isn't standard. Yeah. And I, I really like it when it's mm -hmm. unpredictable. So then it kind of sets the reader up where you have no idea what's right. going to happen next. Oh, yeah. So I like that. She like drops this bomb in the middle of the book and then you're shocked the by middle. that. It's like the first yeah, chapter. That's true. It's very early on. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, kind of towards the middle end, it's like there's another bomb and you're like, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, God. But it was good. Um, again, she's such a strong writer and the history is even though it's fictional, it's very well researched for what could have happened during that time period. So if you have not picked up that series, I highly recommend yeah. it. It's really underrated. Yeah. And I it is. Yeah. It's a good it's a good book. If you like science fiction, it's really good. Yeah. Um I will go with The Savage Song by Victoria Schwab. Uh that book is interesting. It's not as good as a darker shade of no. Yeah. A darker shade of magic that series it's it's interesting it's got a lot going on and I've almost kind of forgotten what it was about oh my gosh <laughs> it's got this is why it's just so much going on in that book but it's a it's worth a, it's worth the read yeah my next one is kind of in keeping with blood for blood is girl in the blue coat by Monica Hess I am looking forward to seeing her at book I think she's there at book con okay yeah. it's during the week or if it's on Saturday I think it's Saturday yeah so I'm looking forward to going to her panel with Rudis Apetis because um, I really enjoyed that book. Um, it was like World War II in Amsterdam. So that's a book that I've really liked so far this year. Um, another book that has got low reviews, but I enjoyed it, even though it was fluffy, was The Great Hunt by Wendy Higgins. This You're is reading a lot of fluffiness, aren't you, lately? I, but I didn't find it, <laughs> yeah, not on purpose, because I, I don't... I don't mind fluff. Mm -hmm. um, it's an escape. The song is good. Right. It's good say, fluff. If it's good, um, yeah. nothing wrong with that. So this is a retelling of The Winter's Bone by Grimm Brothers. And I liked it. I thought the heroine was pretty good. The romance was done well. Um, I didn't think it was predictable. I thought the ending was pretty good. The villain was good. It does not have a good rating on Goodreads. Wow. But but what shocked. caused you to start reading that if it didn't have a good rating? Or did it not have... A good rating. The description. Yeah. Okay. So you're not like strictly rating based. You're trying to branch out. That no. Bit. When I read the book, it was an arc and it had a high rating. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Was yeah. It, was yeah. It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, before. Wow. It was before it had a bad rating. Yikes! That's yeah. the worst. Yeah. 
Um, my next one, this is so far probably my favorite book of the year. Um, it's The Star-Touched Queen by Roshani Chokshi. Chokshi? Um, I absolutely love this book. If you like fantasy, if you like mythology, great strong heroines, people who do not seem as they are, a this book is great fly. for you. Convoluted Fly, yeah. I don't think it's Convoluted Fly. If you enjoy a Convoluted Fly. This plot was very intense. There's a lot going on. Um, but I didn't have a problem with it. Um, it made sense. It was beautifully written. Like, it's a very visual plot. She's a very visual writer, and I prefer that. So um, that book just resonated with me so much. So check that one out. It just was published last week as well. Um, the Long Game by Jennifer Lynn Barnes, and it is book two of The Fixer. I really like The Fixer. I didn't like how The Fixer ended. I didn't like the big reveal, but 95% of that book is great. This book is even more intense. This woman does not care who she murders or makes look bad, or she doesn't care, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. So once again, that's one of those books where it's totally not predictable. You have no idea what's going to happen. Anybody could die at any second, and... That keeps the reader on his toes, and I liked it. Um, there was, once again, one part of the book where I was just like, dang it, so good. And then she added that one little thing. <laughs> and it, uh, but otherwise, you know, it's a really good series. I don't know what team to give it to because it is a political drama. Okay. Um, and not a lot of teams are into politics. Maybe now that, yeah. you know, it's a... Um, it's a hot topic. Yeah, it's a voting year. Mm -hmm. um, but it's more about, like... I didn't see. Well, the first one was about the Supreme Court. This one is kind of about the president and the first lady and the mix and everything. So I like that. It's. I, I feel like I hope that if a teen picks it up, they're like, let me see how this actually is in real yeah. life. And it sparks their interest. Um, my next one is The Salt of the Sea by Rudis Apatis. I kind of hinted that this was going to be on my list. Um, yet another great World War II. Clearly reading a lot of World War II stuff lately. Um, this book absolutely like broke my heart, but in all the best ways. She's a great writer. Everything's meticulously researched as per usual. And that's really all there is to say about it. But read that one if you have not. That was published in February. It is awesome. Um, my next one is After the Woods by Kim Savage, and I did not like this one. Uh, the cover is beautiful. It started off really interesting. This is a girl, her and her friend are running, and she gets, the second girl gets abducted. Mm -hmm. And she, I don't know how long, maybe only three days that she's abducted. And it's kind of a mystery about it, and the reveal was just, no. So, mm -hmm. I did not care for that one. Yikes. Um... This one's another great one, Exit Pursued by a Bear um, by E.K. Johnston. I read this one with completely different expectations than I ended up finishing the book with. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I thought the book was going to be about one thing. It ended up kind of taking a different direction. At first, I was unhappy about it, but then as I kind of evaluated what was going on in the story and my own expectations, I realized like the author kind of has a plan for you when you read her book that will change. I can't, I don't know how to say this without giving away too much. Just read it. Exit Pursued by a Bear. It's about sexual assault and um, it's a realistic fiction kind of retelling of a Shakespeare play, The Winter's Tale. Winter's Tale. Um, but a very loose retelling. So that one was really good. Um, my next one is Down with the Shine by Kate Karis Quinn. 
I love Weird YA. She's a Weird YA author. I loved this little piece or one little piece or something like that. Her second book I didn't care for. Um, it was called Don't You Forget About Me. And this one, uh, no. I, it has a good premise. It's about a girl whose father or her, her uncles are, I don't want to say fairy god, fairy godfathers, I guess. And they make, um, they make um, illegal moonshine. And the moonshine gives Grant's wishes or something. So the premise is amazing. But at one point, the, the choices of the main character is just like, what is wrong with you? I hate you? that. I hate oh, my I hate God. That. So, yeah, I, I, it hurt my feelings. That I didn't <laughs> like his books. I really like the author. But this is like the second book I've ever heard. I'm just like, mm -mm. oh, boy. I know. Last for me is The Imposter Queen by Sarah Fine. Who wrote that? Yeah, okay. I was like, please be right. Um, that book is a great fantasy. I kind of... This is going to sound very strange, but I almost felt like The Imposter Queen is like a fantasy retelling of The Matrix. With the whole... I can't, no, I can't just, I can't describe that. But like, she lives in this cave and like they live in a cave underground and she's supposed to be the chosen one, but she doesn't know that she is possibly, but yet she's not really the chosen one. I don't know. It's, hopefully that wasn't a spoiler. Um, yeah, Imposter Queen, I absolutely loved. Uh, great. Is she, no, she's not a debut. Oh, I did not like her first book, the, um, of meddling wishes so i wasn't sure what i was going to think about this but it was good very well written so before we move on i would just like to give a disclaimer that all of the opinions of elise are elise's opinions only and not mine um i have to give this disclaimer because i am on a selection committee and i cannot talk about books that have been nominated i'm not saying which books that have been nominated Indeed. as she said but nevertheless those are her opinions. Oh, dude, like, in case you're curious. Yeah. <laughs> it always catches me off guard. I'm like, oh my God, did I do something wrong? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, okay. So Chicago slash BEA slash BookCon. Yeah, a lot of people have never been to Chicago. Which is weird. I know. I thought Chicago is pretty central uh, as well, far as the metropolitan city. Yeah, it's the third biggest city in the country. Yeah. And region, like you said, regionally, it's and most states. people have to go through O'Hare, which is in Chicago, yeah. to get anywhere else in the world. Right. It's like the second largest behind Atlanta, mm -hmm. the, um, the airport. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a lot of people are like, I've never been to Chicago before. I'm like, really? New York. I have not. That is so. true. I've been to the state, but not the city. Um, yeah, I mean, that's very true. Anyway. All right. So um, if you are here today, it is raining. It will be raining all week long. So sorry. Well, it's not supposed to be on the weekend. Friday and Saturday is supposed to be partly cloudy. Okay. So I'm crossing my fingers I that know. that stays the same. Otherwise, it's going to suck. It's going to be bad. Um, Chicago is an outdoor city. Yeah, it is. A walking city. Yeah, it is. Um, for that very reason, it is easy to get around. Um, the McCormick Place is not necessarily downtown, but it's easy to get anywhere. Like if you're there and you want to sightsee, um, there's always taxis and you can take take taxis. I'm always surprised that there isn't more shuttle service from McCormick Place. 
Uh, it's probably because it's such a big hub. Right, I get so it. So they probably don't want to, people might get on, They'll people will see a bus and they'll just get on well, it. Well, and, and that's the thing. I'm assuming that the McCormick Place itself does not have shuttle service, but that it's the responsibility of the yeah. con But even, even the cons, they don't have stops at the Port Authority, mm -hmm. which is where we take all, where everyone takes a train, mm -hmm. which is horrible. Yeah, that's, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But um, taxis are very easy to, to, to physically get if you're worried about, like, how am I going to get around. You can also take the public transit, um, either by bus or the train, the L. But I don't really know what L line goes to, because I never take the L. I don't take it. People from the suburbs try to really avoid the L, like the plague. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what the L is, it's an elevated train. And so it's not the subway like New York has. Mm -hmm. it's, it's on top. Some of it does go underground, though. Some of it, some of the lines do. Um, the, the stuff that heads west, some some head underground, but it's just creepy. I don't, I don't enjoy it. The people who live in the city don't seem to complain. Yeah, they're they're fine with it. But so yeah. again, we are from the suburbs, so yeah. we can't necessarily say. But yeah. but if you are taking a taxi, all you just you just get in a taxi and say McCormick, please, and they'll know what yep. you're talking about, and they'll take you right there. They will drop you off at the right place. Mm -hmm. You will see the signs. You'll see. All the big signs and you just follow the crowd and yeah it's really easy to find yeah it is um, I'm excited for the exhibit hall obviously there's gonna be a lot of really great arcs I have a whole list that I'm gonna get I'm mm -hmm. on a roll yeah I'm gonna make rather um, from what I hear people are saying that the Wi-Fi in the Javits is really bad but I've never had a problem with the Wi-Fi either McCormick. no I haven't McCormick either is I I don't think it's the biggest exhibit hall space in the country but it is in the it's, top it's three. huge it's huge it's very very big and so their wi-fi has to be fantastic and i've never had a problem the only thing i ha i will complain about mccormick place is that the and i don't know again because i don't know if ala is the type of scale to which BookCon and bea will be but they have tons of food restaurant places inside and they are never Freaking okay, so that that was is that, that an was anomaly? A fluke. Okay, I that was, was gonna say what in the world because I've I've been to McCormick to many different types of conventions and what you're talking about is we went to ALA and it was the Friday, okay, and nothing was open outside the exhibit hall or Starbucks, which Starbucks I'm, was open. I'm and that's what I'm saying. So like if you have a gluten allergy or any kind of specific yeah, dietary restriction. Starbucks doesn't work for you. <laughs> All they sell is pastries, and their yogurt has oatmeal on top, which could be not gluten-free. Anyway, it was just a, it was a mess. I was yeah. trying to find somewhere to eat. I could not find anywhere to eat. But yes, you're right because on Saturday and Sunday they did have their cafe open. Yeah, and that had a lot of options. So there's a lot of yeah. places to eat. There's yeah. if you go downstairs, there's like Connie's Pizza, McDonald's, and all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff. And then there's several Starbucks. And then inside the exhibit hall, they have like a little cafe style yeah. thing where there's all kinds of food to eat yeah. there. And then they have like little food truck looking things surrounding the entire exterior mm -hmm. or interior exterior of the exhibit hall space. Yeah. So there's, there's just depends on the day, and, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I was very <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was <laughs> like, a, that was a really oh bad God. day for us. We I were so that. frustrated. I, well, I mean, I was lucky because I could eat croissants, but right. I just like would have want croissants. I know. I was hungry. It was so bad. Oh. But other than that, you should be fine. Yeah. Maybe There's bring a banana something. or something just in case, like if you're there for the Thursday and Friday. I don't think um, there are any restaurants like around the exhibit hall. Not really. No. You mm -hmm. have to get in a cab if yeah. you're trying to go There's out. a McDonald's, but it's like not really within walking distance. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. About the sites of Chicago. Sites if you are doing the sites. Well, McCormick Place, it depends on how much time you have for like attractions, but McCormick Place is right by all of the major museums. Well, the ones like the Science of Science and Industry Museum, um, Planetarium's a little bit more north, as is the Guild Museum. But it's right on the lake. So you can walk along that stretch. I don't remember what that's called. Is that Lakeshore Drive? Isn't there a trail there? No. But other than that, there's the traditional stuff like going to Millennium Park. Navy Pier. Can't you like take a boat to the pier? I don't know, but Navy Pier is much further north. McCormick is kind of on the southeast side of the city. Um, so Navy Pier is has the big Ferris wheel where Divergent was shot. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go see the Ferris wheel. And also another fun tidbit about the Ferris wheel is that it was in the Chicago World Fair in the turn of the century, yeah. and it was named after the person named Ferris. So that's why it's called the Ferris wheel. Indeed. So if you really want to go see that, it's pretty cool. It's not like scary or anything. It's no, really no, slow. no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And you can fit like six people in a car thing, so it's not like tiny if you're really claustrophobic and freaked out about it. It's really nice. Um, they also have other rides, and then there's this really cool like boardwalk slash. Yeah, don't they have bubblegum shrimp? Yes, there? they do. They have restaurants inside and there's lots of like IMAX Chicago theaters. Mm -hmm. You want to see an IMAX movie? It's yeah, there. Um, there is boat tours you can hail from there. You can rent like um, these really cool bikes where you can fit three people on it. There's a lot to do at Navy Pier. It really is, really is fun. Easy to get to. Again, everyone knows where that is. Yes, just say Navy Pier, please. Mm -hmm. They'll take you right there. And um, I'm trying to think of what else I'd like to do. I mean, the river walk is really nice too, and that's near Navy Pier. You can walk along the river on the way to to Navy Pier, because Navy Pier is at the mouth of the Chicago River. Um, and they just like revamped all of the river walk and it's gorgeous. So that kind of takes you east and west through the city. Um, if you start from Navy Pier, you'll go west or vice versa to head back east. Um, don't you pass, do you pass the beam on the way to McCormick? If you're heading like through Michigan Avenue. I feel like we can see it. I didn't last time. Okay. Well, the Bean is a big attraction. Because cause the taxi driver is going to get you there fastest, so he's yeah. not going to take you through State or Michigan Avenue, because those are stops every block. Yeah. Um, but if you go down, obviously State Street has all the like great shopping, and I think the library is on State Street, isn't um, it? Which one? The Harold Washington? The Harold Washington. That's one of the biggest libraries in the country as if well. If you can go to that library, go, because it's beautiful. Um, it's multi-floor. They have this like winter garden on top. It's absolutely stunning. Um, and then, of course, Michigan Avenue is the magnificent mile. It has every kind of shopping restaurant you can hope for. Yeah. <laughs> Millennium oh Park. It's gorgeous. Grant Park. Yeah, yeah. Grant Park is where the fountain is. Mm -hmm. The Buckingham Fountain. And the Mag Mile. That's like how Oprah always ended her shows. So mm -hmm. if you were a fan of the Oprah show and you heard her talk about the Mag Mile, you can check that out. And you can see Soldier Field from there. And then cool. there's the Sears Tower, even though it's not it's the Willis Tower now, but we always call it the Sears Tower. Mm -hmm. And if you're not afraid of heights, you can step out on the ledge and look over the city, and it's it's, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, but it's like on the hundred and ninth floor. Yeah, and it's one ride up. Yeah. So if you can handle it, it's fast though. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like you're like do do do. I'm in an elevator. <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty fast. Um, I don't think what else I to do when I go down there. American Girl 
Yeah. Store is there. It's yeah. a pretty big store. There's also Macy's. Um, yeah. Macy's is really fun to walk through. The Hancock building yeah. is a pretty big mall. And there's a cheesecake factory on the ground floor if you're uh, interested in yeah. that. It's actually really, that's a really good branch. Um, what other food? Everyone talks about deep dish. Oh my god. Um, but uh, Gibson's. If you oh, like are yeah. looking for a nice steakhouse to go through, that restaurant will absolutely blow your mind. Gibson Steakhouse. It's a Chicago classic. The 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 cost is a little bit more than you would might might pay on average, but their beef is worth it. Their beef is worth it. Their beef is worth it. That's what our podcast should be called. Their beef is worth it. Seriously though, best food of my life every time I go there. Um and the bar is great. So if you want to get there early and go have drinks in the bar before while you put your name in, because it's always packed. So um, make a reservation if you can, or go and expect to be in the bar quite a while. Not like an hour, but you know. Yeah. Uh, Garrett's popcorn yep. is always a tradition. It's mm -hmm. the Chicago style is caramel, cheese, and just regular popcorn, and mm -hmm. it's really good. Yes, it is. So we are taking. Well, you probably will be taking the train, but we always stop and get gears before we get on the train because they have a did. branch in the in the train. <laughs> the station. line's always long. Oh, we gotta yes. run to get it. <laughs> so, um, well, deep dish pizza. Deep dish yeah. pizza. Um, I like Luminati's deep dish pizza. Yeah, and they have really like you really feel like you're in Chicago when you go to Luminati's because it's some of their branches are like a hole in the wall, and others are there's two floors and. I couldn't tell you where a branch is though. I always go to the one by, it's on the, I don't know which direction is it is, but it's by the Moody Bible Institute College campus. It's a really nice one. But yeah, Luminati says amazing pizza and they have a gluten-free crust if you're gluten-free. Um, this is what Gino's East, but that one closed down. The branch that was by, what about? No, that was Ed DeBevix that closed down. Oh, that's a shame. I it, love it is Ed DeBevix. Oh, yeah, that hurts my feelings. I know. Um, there's another. Um, it's all. It's around here too. Gino's East? No. Uh, oh crap. Gino, I was gonna say Portillo's, but that's hot dogs. So that's also really good. Portillo's is really good too. Yeah. Do they have um, a dog now? I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere on there. Uh, I can't think of it. I can't either. Giordani's? Giordano's. Giordano's. Yeah. 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 That's another pizza. I've place. never had their pizza. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Go to Luminati's. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm blanking. Pretty much. I mean, Chicago's got a lot of history. So, you know, that's where the St. Valentine's Day Massacre was. You can walk by it, the Chicago mm -hmm. Fire, mm -hmm. and. Um, like I said, the World's Fair was there, and I feel like I need to Google this because the second I do, and be like, oh my god, how can I forget about that? Um, I think I covered all the yeah, we did. It's basic major stuff that Chicago has as far as history. Um, oh, the Art Institute. Oh, oh, yeah. Which is a shame, is because today is the last day for the Van Gogh exhibit. <gasps> no. Yes. Crap. I know. Oh my God. That's my feelings. That we didn't even sucks. get to go. I so totally if you're there forgot. now, yeah. hurry up and go see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and Second City is there. So if you like improv, um, Second City is there, and that's where like a lot of everybody. The, yeah. Came from Tina Fey, Steve Carell, Carey. Yeah. A lot. Most all the SNL people. All the good comics had yeah. to come through. Yeah. Um, Second City, Melissa McCarthy, they all came through there. So that's always a fun time. I mentioned the Riverwalk. Yeah. 
Ooh, can't have dead air these. There's a lot of like really great cultural museums, but not all of them are downtown, so I'm hesitant to recommend that. Some of them you have to take it out to them the science and industry. That's my favorite. And, like, that is an absolutely yeah, great it's museum. A great museum. Totally worth the money. Parking I is easy too for that museum, the science yeah. and industry. I don't do the shed. I don't like fish. Um, I find the shed boring, but you know, if you love the crustaceans, feel free. And they have good shows. And I'm not into the shambles. Yeah. Shakespeare Theater. There's a Shakespeare Theater at Navy Pier, which I totally forgot about. Cubs and Sox are probably going to be playing at some point. Uh -huh. The Bulls are out of the playoffs now. You have to go see the dinosaurs at the Field Museum. Yeah. All right. So that is the conclusion of our podcast. If you would like to ask us any questions or talk to us, you can follow us at Small Print Pod on the Twitters. And um, we will be at BA BookCon. Um, I'm going to have a button that says Bang Bang Books so that you know. Are you serious? That's I adorable. Um, so, um, yeah, we'll be around there. And usually we send off. So I'll let you do this. No, you do. You have I to say it first. Off. So we'll catch you on the flip side. Okay, bye.